Hi, this is Karen Palacios Jansen. Today we're going to talk about how nutrition could help your golf game. Would you change the way you eat if you knew certain foods could help you play better golf? One area recreational golfers most often neglect is their nutritional intake before and especially during a round of golf. The term, the wheels are falling off, usually comes mid-round when you start to lose your focus and your muscles start to fatigue. One way to alleviate this syndrome so that you don't destroy an otherwise good round of golf when your energy levels are low is to pay attention to what you eat and drink throughout your round. Playing 18 holes can be downright draining, especially if you are in a competitive situation. Ask any tour professional that makes a living playing golf, and they will tell you that tournament golf can be grueling and mind-numbing. Having to concentrate and focus for four to five hours straight. After a few hours on the golf course, you may become fatigued, losing fine motor control over your body. Even a casual round of golf can be physically and mentally exhausting. Managing your food intake, hydration levels, and adding certain nutrients to your diet can not only help you concentrate and focus more on the golf course, but it can also help you keep your heartbeat steady as you make an important shot or putt, help your muscles fire faster for more power, help fight fatigue so that you can play and practice longer, and even keep your blood pressure down to help you keep your cool after a bad shot. More importantly, good nutrition is good for your overall health and well-being. We all know the importance that fitness, swing mechanics, and equipment can have on our golf games, but are you eating the right foods to sustain enough energy throughout your round to play your best golf? The best equipment in the world won't make a difference if you don't have energy to get around the course. We do not hear as much about nutrition for golf, but rest assured that most elite golfers of the world follow some sort of diet to provide them with the energy output they need to play their best. While it is not yet the norm for golfers to follow a specialized nutrition program, it will soon become so. Golf is considered a middle-distance sport. You need short bursts of energy to make a powerful swing and focus on short shots, and then you have periods of rest between your shots, and you do this for four to five hours. If you are walking, you may cover up to seven miles, and even riding in a golf cart, you end up walking two to three miles between the cart and tee box or green. Depending on your weight and height and level of exertion, you may expend between 1,500 and 2,000 calories in one round. So you can see that your fuel intake or lack of it can help or hinder your performance on the golf course. Even if you're not a competitive golfer, adjusting your eating could help you achieve your goals whether it is to break par or just break a hundred. If you are like most of us, we have spent a lifetime eating certain foods because we were raised on traditional family meals. We also chose new foods based on print or television advertisements, online recipes, or from a restaurant menu. You may use frozen microwavable meals or take your family to fast food restaurants for convenience, or you may follow a strict organic vegetarian diet. The bottom line is that everyone has different tastes and each of our bodies reacts differently to foods and drink. So I'm not going to tell you how you should eat. I'm just going to give you some suggestions based on some research I've done for myself. I personally follow a diet based on a protein to carbohydrate ratio to keep my blood sugar levels equal throughout the day. The recommendations come from Dr. Donald K. Lehman, 
the chief scientific officer for Kivana. He is recognized worldwide for his breakthrough research discoveries that have revolutionized our understanding of human metabolism and created entirely new approaches to weight management, blood sugar control, fat metabolism, and athletic recovery. I don't like the word diet. To me, the word diet sounds like punishment. Food is nourishment and it should be good for you. You should enjoy what you are eating, not punish yourself. I prefer to use the term meal plan. Everyone must eat, so why not follow a meal plan that is conducive to good health? Although the meal plan I follow that was created by Dr. Lehman can be used for weight loss, it is designed to keep your energy levels high while getting the proper nutrients for good general health. Weight loss may be a byproduct of following this meal plan. This meal plan is also helpful to keep your energy levels steady on the golf course so that you can stay focused and strong until the end of the round. For years, good nutrition was considered a daily balance of vitamins, minerals, proteins, fibers, etc. New research is proving that optimum health for adults requires nutrition balance at each meal, and this balance is especially important during weight loss. If you don't have the right balance at each meal, you will always be hungry and tired. If you have low energy on the golf course, you won't be able to power through your swing and you'll lose stamina on the back nine. The first meal of the day is critical to jumpstart your metabolism and gives you the energy you need to complete simple tasks or play a round of golf. If you make mistakes at breakfast, it's virtually impossible to correct your metabolism or feel good for the rest of the day. Once you get breakfast right, the other two meals have more flexibility. Here's the plan. There are four main steps in creating the right meal balance. The first step at every meal is to decide on what your protein source will be. For every meal, you need a minimum of 30 grams of protein. This is especially important at breakfast. This will get you started on the right track. At lunch or dinner, or after a round of golf, you should eat 60 to 70 grams of protein. This will help you replenish the nutrients you have lost during the day and help you rebuild muscle. The second step in meal planning is to reduce starchy and sugary foods, such as grain-based foods like breads, rice, pasta, chips, crackers, cereals, corn, and potatoes. So follow this simple rule. This group of starchy and sugary carb foods should never be visually larger than your protein choice. For every bite of carb food you eat, you need to have a bite of protein. This visual size relationship of one to one will keep you from overeating carbs. These foods are a part of the fun of eating, but they have almost no nutritional value and they must be controlled for successful weight loss. The third part of the plan is to make sure that you include smart carbs into every meal. These are vegetables and fruits that have a ratio of total carbohydrates to fibers of less than 6. Using the carb-fiber ratio less than 6 guarantees that the food is high in fiber and low in calories. At breakfast, foods in this group are most likely berries. At lunch, choices are likely to be salads and fresh vegetables like carrots, celery, cauliflower. And at dinner, you'll want to eat lots of salads and colorful vegetables like green beans, asparagus, beets, and peppers. Use this section of your plate to be sure you feel full. 
for every bite of food out of the protein and starchy carb sections, you should have three or four bites of the smart carb section of the plate. The last principle of designing a balanced meal plan is to make good fat choices. Remember, the villain in the obesity problems are carbs and starchy foods, not fats. Don't obsess about fats, but you should make good choices. Avoid fat and high-carb foods like french fries, pizza, chips, donuts, desserts, and candies, especially after a round of golf. It's easy to overeat these foods because you are hungry and you may have had a glass of alcohol to celebrate your round with your partners. Eating these foods may actually cause you to gain weight after your round of golf. Eat foods that are made with olive oil, fish oil, omega-3s, canola oil, or rapeseed or flaxseed oils, even fresh butter, but in small doses. Avoid margarines and other hydrogenated oils. Planning your meals around these four steps allows you to create good eating habits and eating the right foods will help you sustain enough energy throughout your round to play your best golf. Depending on what time your tea time is, you'll want to time your meals according to when you will be on the golf course. If you have an early tea time, you'll want to eat a light meal before you start and then a snack or a light meal halfway through your round to power you through until the end of the round. If your tea time is around lunchtime, you want to eat one to two hours before you tea off and then have a snack on the back nine and then a meal at the end of your round to replenish your lost nutrients from playing four to five hours. The idea is to never feel like you are so full that you can't comfortably swing the club or feel so hungry that you don't have energy to get through the round. Check out the list of sample meals and snacks that I periodically post on my blog and stay tuned for the best snacks and meals to eat before, during, and after your round of golf. This has been Karen Palacios Jansen. Take care and bye for now.